Welcome to the Neanderthal Mind, bringing you riveting, educational, humorous, and sometimes serious perspectives on how our Neanderthal ancestors' will to survive still has a profound effect on our modern mind, body, and soul. Take a journey with us as we roll back the clock thousands of years to discuss all aspects of our Neanderthal ancestors. All right, my fellow cave dwellers, if you're ready, let's get this wheel rolling. Now here's your host and the leader of the pack, Anthony Yokolano. Hello, cave dwellers, and welcome to this episode of the Neanderthal Mind. Joining me today is Scott Gazzoli. Scott is the host of the podcast, Causing the Effect. He believes his podcast can transform people's perspectives and limits. Scott is also Managing Director with The Quest Organization, a boutique advisory firm that caters to the needs of high net worth individuals and families. Scott has always had the urge to help others and prides himself on his ability to create solutions and build relationships with his clients. Scott lives, works, and podcasts from Brooklyn, New York, and is available for speaking engagements. Scott is also a comedian by night. On this episode, Scott and myself get into looking into your internal consciousness and how, how it has developed since primitive times. To learn more about what Scott has to offer and to get in contact with him, visit Scott's page at causingtheeffectpodcast.com. So, cave dwellers, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show, and I'll see you on the flip side. Hey, Anthony, how are you? Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm good. How you feeling? I'm <laughs> pretty good, man. Pretty good. Good. Thank you for having <laughs> me, man. Well, hey, no, thank you for, for stopping by. I appreciate it, Scott. It's, oh, of course, man. I love what you're doing, and um, evolutionary psychology is always an interesting piece, and, um, you know, I really like this kind of aspect you're talking about. I've been I've been listening to a couple episodes. It's good stuff, man. Very oh, interesting. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate yeah, that, and, and like I say on there, I'm I'm no expert in it. I just, I wanted to learn about it myself, so. Exactly. No, exactly. <laughs> so, but, uh, yeah, thank you very much. I appreciate that, and uh, of course. tell my cave dwellers a little bit about yourself, if you don't mind. <laughs> so, you know, I was um, a couple of years ago, I started on this kind of journey of the mind. And I would say that's really where my um, my interests lie. So if you if you ask me what I'm doing today, I run a, a, an advisory business catering to ultra high net worth individuals. I have my podcast called Cause and the Effect, which is really like focused on people becoming the truest version of yourself through and through me kind of expressing different ideas. So what we'll do is talk about a little bit modern wisdom. We'll talk a little bit of evolutionary psychology. I have Buddhists on, I have neuroscientists on coming from different pieces. So what I try to do is look at things from a spiritual standpoint, from a scientific standpoint, and the psychological standpoint. And typically, you know, for me, I'm like a very curious guy and I want to learn from each different piece, but some people kind of click with the spirituality side of it. Some people click with the psychology side of it. Some people click with the, the scientific piece of it. And for me, it just gives me more like comfort almost knowing it's not total bullshit. You know, it's, there's like different pieces to kind of look at it from. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. That's, that's fantastic. So then you're uh, you as well have a podcast causing the effect. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So started doing this about two and a half, three years ago when I really wanted to like become 
the, the truest version that I could possibly be. And uh, in life today, I feel like there's a lot of blinders going over people. People are trying to become what either this person told them to become or, or just, um, you know, not doing really what's best or what feels right for them. And um, if you asked me a couple of years ago, you know, I'm in Brooklyn running the hedge fund, put on the suit, married, all this stuff that sounds good. It sounds great on paper. It just didn't feel right. And um, the last couple of years, I've been delving more into shamanism, which is, you know, if you look at, you know, 30, 40,000 years ago, what was the most successful pieces of society? It was the um, the hunter gatherers, right? And that's where the shamanistic view comes in of really being able to be out on your own more, getting your own thoughts in, in and be, becoming a more evolutionary evolved in that piece of yourself by being out alone and kind of going out there and doing your own thing. So for example, every year now, I'll take a trip by myself, random place. This year was Maui for um, about two to three weeks. And he just kind of, yeah, it, it reads every trip I go when people are like, oh, Scott's taking his perception trips. And it's like, every time you come back, you end up, you end up like having a different level of awareness. And yeah. either like in Maui, I, I was just like, you just realize what am I rushing about? You know, I'm trying to look for the meaning of life. And I was like, wow, the meaning of life, like is here. Like, this is the meaning, like these conversations you have with, with, with Anthony, like these are the, these are the points of life that are the most important thing for me, at least, you know, yes, and it's kind sure. of always bring those things to, to the next level. Yeah. I, uh, I was feeling that way years back, five, six years. Like I was, mm -hmm. I noticed whenever I was driving to work, I would get real frustrated if somebody did, you know, somebody turned left where they shouldn't have turned left or, you know, somebody did something like, and I would get just so angry, you know, mm -hmm. then one day just snapped. It's like, what, why am, why am I doing that? Why? Mm -hmm. They're not, you know, they're not, you know, preventing me from getting where I'm going. You know, they want to drive like that. I mean, that's on them. Hey, whatever, you know? So I started to take a little journey into mindfulness, but then life just kind of took me different way. And, and I've unfortunately got further away from it than what I wanted to, you know, I still try and hold on to that, you know, well, don't rush life. Like, you know, I was getting to, you know, just like everybody I'm doing 70, 80 down a highway, you know, then it was just like, mm. well, why am I doing that? <laughs> <laughs> why am yeah. i doing that just slow down and just enjoy exactly it. <laughs> and i think that's something so. that we're getting a little um we're getting a little uh too used to this this super uh instant gratification you know yes. between the phone and even like you know when i go on my computer sometimes like i need something and i now. want it instant. it's like what the <laughs> what, what the hell and like i just want it's like yes. that that's you know and i think you see that coming out with the kids today and I'm, i do get a little nervous with how their brains are going to develop because uh, you know, you, you're a little older than me. It looks right. I don't know, but um, you know, Probably, I'm 48, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm, th I'm thir 30, 30. Okay. So, so, but me and you were in that middle age, right? Yeah, of like yes. people, people being able to to talk to people and not always look at the phone. And I see that with my younger cousins, just yeah. like, like what, what, what? You look up at me, man. Look yes. up at me. And this is this is how our <laughs> these are how our our ancestors ended up really becoming, um, you know evolved is, is evolved. Through this. yeah so i feel like successful i mean exactly <laughs> and you know the um there's a book by robert trevis called this is something i picked up in my life that i realized like the most important trait human beings could um have with each other even back to the neanderthal trait was it was um called reciprocal uh, altruism which is on the understanding um and this this happened right in between the um the uh Neanderthals becoming, uh, but before before the, the Neanderthals were Neanderthals, uh, Othropicus, 
and before that, that was the biggest thing that the evolutionary to becoming in the end of the world was, was this altruism of understanding you could do something for me. I could do something for you. And that feeling of community and coming together and all that good stuff. And that's always what yeah. I realized. Like, oh, like very naturally, it's very, very natural feeling. And that yeah. is like the key to getting somewhere in life. Basically, what, what could this person do for me? What could I do for you? And even in my business now, people are like, I don't know why I like this kid so much. And it's like, for me, I build on um, interpersonal trust. So when people meet me, I'm bartering with my reputation my oh. my trust which is a very like old school way of doing yes. it right like there's no there's not this selling and stuff it's just like this is me you could trust me let's me, have this, yeah this. exactly <laughs> and i think um that goes underrated nowadays because people are looking at these different pieces of life that not maybe not not, not the answer you know absolutely appreciate that yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's yeah. They, you know like just need to slow down and take a look at things that's like uh, last couple of days i've been uh my son lives out near Philadelphia and you know, again, that age, he's 28. So, I mean, he's you know, Same age, pretty, yeah. pretty close to you. Um, and uh, you know, obviously he's more in tune with the uh, technology side of things. Anyway, the point being uh, he helped me, he put together a list of uh, components that I would need to build a new desktop because my laptop that I use is probably seven years old and it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's obviously outdated. But, you know, the same thing, like there was a couple parts that I, I, I missed or didn't order. And, you know, it's, it's just like, well, I can wait, you know, a couple of days to get it. And then it was just like, yeah, no, I can't actually. I'm going to go running. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's just trying to be patient for things. And, and, you know, I mean, we all get caught up in it. Like you said, it's a, you know, it's an instant gratification society now, you know. And, and I mean, we're all uh, victims of it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I wanted to ask you, Ashley, what, what is some of like the biggest things you're realizing from, cause you're having some real experts on here that I'm, I was yes, really digging. What are some it. of the biggest pieces that you're realizing like are connected between our kind of Neanderthal mind and the mind that we're using today? Well, so I'll go back to, you know, what I, the reason I created or started this podcast. Um, like I told you, I was starting to get into mindfulness. I've always been a people watcher. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. I'd rather go, I, I would rather go to a mall, not that there's many malls left anymore, <laughs> but, uh, you know, just sit there and just watch people the way they act, you know, how they interact and how they react. And, you know, it just, it was very interesting to me. And then, uh, you know, like I said, I was starting to get into the mindfulness and the one uh, podcast, I don't remember what it was or who it was, you know, they had said that a lot of that comes from how our Neanderthal ancestors developed mentally, mm-hmm. you know, emotionally, psychologically. And, uh, you know, I was like, man, that's, that, that might take me back to the reason why we act like we do, which, you know, I have it in my title, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, no, uh, it's, so it's, then it's... I started down this Neanderthal path and, uh, you know, it's, uh, I, I would, I would like to get more evolutionary psychologists on to, because that's kind of what the what I wanted the basis of the podcast to be in which I've, I've got quite a few psychologists on and, you know, I've branched out. I have some, you know, just the way of life of Neanderthals because it always goes in together, you know, uh, making tools and making weapons and, you know, making clothing, you know, that all fits into how we are today, you know? So, yeah, I, th- I think it's people who really don't realize um, how similar we were. Some people always yes. look, look at Neanderthals like they, like they were just, um, you know, like these, yeah, right. And <laughs> the, the, the truth is their, their brains are a little bigger than ours. And, um, yes. you know, the, the difference between the brain development, we, we, the three parts of our brain, the same three parts of their brain they had, we, they, they got their, that limbic brain in, um, on, you know, 250,000 years ago. So we had 200,000 <laughs> years of being the same, the same brain. Yeah. Now, how we developed that and, um, you know, all that good stuff. Like I was just, um, I was reading this the other day about, 
like the, the most important thing that the Neanderthals learned was this collective uh, idea similar to the, to the, to the uh, altruism of working together because they realized there's a lion and there's 30 of us. If, if one person throws a rock, that, that line's going to eat you. But if 30 people <laughs> throw a rock or 35 people throw a rock, that line's going to run away because that's just, you know, th and that's when that first thing of working together, being in yeah. a team, tribalism, all these little things, because usually um, the end would be working in five to 10 person like groups. And that's what ended up putting them together there towards the end. It's pretty cool stuff. It is. It is definitely. Yeah. So then, um, so I guess the, the way I have the question worded is tell me about causing the effect more of the business and then the mantra, I guess you can say like what, go yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So what I wanted to do, and I, I started listening to podcasts maybe six or seven years ago when you're listening to Rogan and he had, um, it's funny enough, he had somebody who's talking about not, not, um, it was more geology. Um, mm -hmm. and, and it's just kind of, I was like, holy crap, like this is just super interesting. There's something there. Just, I did, couldn't really put, put a, put a finger on it, but it was something I never would have walked into in any other realm of life. They're talking about, um, you know, geology and how it kind of connected to the way the landmasses were built in America. And I was like, oh shit, like this is really interesting. And then all of a sudden, six months later, I'm obsessed and I'm looking at all these different kind of pieces. And I would say mine is a very similar setup to like Rogan's where you're going to get me. So what I, what, what I, the way I, break it out is the mind body and your spirit so um i'll have either neuroscientists on psychologists on like the one coming out tomorrow is with um a neuropsychiatrist from yale and harvard dr john leaf who breaks down the cellular communication of how our bodies are truly working together on more of a cellular level it's like jesus christ oh, yeah. yeah just to open up people you know just like a different um flavor of that and then i'll have um you know there's a you know like how there's how there's the dalai lama in, in America, there's four Dalai Lamas, and I'm lucky enough to interview each of them just to understand more wow. of the, the wisdom side and the, and the um, you know, kind of the in intuition side of things. Like, like, for example, this is something that our Neanderthal brethren really, um, you know, lived off of when you, when you were by yourself, that intuition, that hunch was much more important. Um, when you were by yourself, if you had to cross the river, what's in the river, what's going on here? Is there alligators? Is this, oh. is there that? So I've learned, um, for me, I would say like, I have one foot in the modern world, the one foot out, because I try to take, um, a nature walk every other day. I need yes. to be around nature, a body of water. It just gives you that calming. Yes. It makes you feel, you know, <laughs> um, so things like this, that people are like, Oh, you take a trip by yourself. Once to, when to, to not, to not go have sex with women or do drugs, just to kind of find yourself. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, that, that's yeah. what I do. Um, and, uh, you know, that mixed with this, this me, you know, people will call me lucky a lot. And I really don't think it's luck at all. It's just more that, that being finely in tune with your intuition and wisdom, which I, um, to give you like an, an idea of my life, right. I wake up at three 30 every morning. Uh, I do an hour and a half of, of mental work, which is, um, you know, let's say you're doing some pranayama breath work. You're getting, you know, the blood flow and the meditation for an hour Then I'm in the gym for about two and a half hours. So that that's for me, my mornings are for me and I'm usually done by eight, nine o'clock and that I can go give, um, to everybody else. And that's kind of, you know, the mantra of it is to be the truest version of yourself, but really just, just be the happiest, not, not, not the most successful, not the most, like, that's the, the cool part of life to me. It's like, it's life is the meaning you give it. Right. And I, th I think a lot of people, it's not their meaning. It's um, their for me, it was my mother's meaning. It was yes. the, the society's meaning. Yes. And give, yes. You know, saying if, if, if you just want to fucking go sit and, and sit with yourself and meditate and do like whatever works for you. For do me, it, I'm a, yeah. yeah, exactly. You got to be able to really like look and, and say what, what gives you that meaning. Cause I think, um, if you look at the Western culture and what is important to people, it's um, money, power, women, all this stuff that once you see it, 
been there, done that is not quite the answer. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Stuff, like you said, is the key word. It's just stuff, you know? It's, yeah. It's just something you're trying to, I guess, I don't know, in a sense, fill a void. But, you know, you can fill that void with mindfulness, I believe, you know? There's plenty yeah, enough well, and, around you to fill. <laughs> and, and that's the interesting thing, right? If you, if you connect it back with, with our ancestors, like we are living off of, there's some primitive instincts that we live off yes. of, right? There's the yes. sex, there's the food, there's the feeling worthy, because I want to feel like I'm the, tr- the chief of my tribe. Like, right. you need those to survive right and but at, at, we're, we're in a interesting point in the world like where you need to use those to 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 do them but like that's not going to get you that deeper connection that you're looking for like i always wanted to be like a big shot in new york and all this stuff mm-hmm. and like you do it and you get money and like yeah. you end up quickly realizing that's not going to give you a connection and you're just looking for the next thing and i see yes. that with um like i advise uh billionaires so i deal with these billionaires on an everyday basis and just see some of them are happy, some of them are not, but it's never about the money. And, you know, this one guy last week was, uh, he was upset that he's worth 3.4 billion and his friend's worth 4.5 billion. I'm like, what are you, like, what are you talking about, man? Like, this is what you're worried about. And that, that's just the, the strength of the mind, right? You will always keep finding something and to yeah. being able to take yourself out of these, um, of these like little traps that you're in is, is what I try to do for people, whether it's true. Like I I'm very much into my meditating, but maybe some kids don't want to meditate. Mm-hmm. You know, my little cousins are like, what's this fucking guy doing? Meditate. I tell them, <laughs> yeah, I, tell them yeah. <laughs> I tell them like, when you sit up, when you sit, when you wake up, just put your phone down for a half hour and just sit with your thoughts. And even getting that, um, that little calming way will just open up your mind. The way I could describe it. Cause people are like, why do you love med- meditating so much? It's like, it's like being um, a quarterback and being able to see, my life from like 50 yards up yeah, and being able right. to maximize opportunities and be calmer and be like, be like Tom Brady out there. That's what I feel like when I'm, <laughs> when I'm, when I'm, when I'm, when I hit my shit on the, uh, the everyday basis. So, yeah, it's, you know, uh, I forgot what I was going to get into, but um, like, well, so like when I, back when I started to look into, you know, the mindfulness and the meditation, it wasn't as mainstream as what it is now, you know, just like, mm-hmm. you know, the, the uh, stereotype of Neanderthals is, changing to what you know we always you know think of captain caveman or the flint when flintstones were a little they were a little little more developed (laughs) but you know that mindset that they live in caves and drag their women around by their hair and you know club so that's starting to change but the same thing with mindfulness you know i I, i've noticed you know it it is becoming more mainstream you know and, and i still find it difficult to convince people that mindfulness is a good thing you know to be with your thoughts um the one thing I think I wanted to get into uh, that you had mentioned somewhere on uh, maybe Instagram or something was, um, you know, it's to go into your thoughts won't make you become depressed. I can't remember what your quote was. I yeah. think I might have it. And yeah, you know, yeah. I, I try and convince the ones that are close to me that may be having issues like that. You know, I'm like, you, you got to sit down and you got to organize your thoughts. Yeah. But if I do that, it's, you know, it's, I'm going to, I'm scared of what it's going to bring up or it's going to make me depressed. Exactly. And, and listen, I've been there and, and I ran towards, um, you know, you run towards the, the liquor, the booze and like the, the, there's the two ways people go. I would say I'm more of like an anxiety guy. Um, I, I've, I have both, but like when people are anxious, you're worried about the future. When people are depressed, you're more loathing in the past. And either way, the mindfulness um, scientifically is able to bring you to the present. So that's what you're doing. Like right now, me, that's why I love doing my podcast. And that's why I love podcasts. And with guys like you, because it's like, we're here in a moment, like we're sharing a moment. This is real, right? This is like, this is going to be the realest thing of my day. It's freaking Sunday. I'm not doing anything else, right? Um, it is, uh, it's, it's the way to, to kind of get to 
stop worrying so much about everything. Now, besides what it does to your um, to your nervous system of calming it down, what it was doing when you meditate, it's been proven now. This is why it's so cool being, I have these scientists on because it's like, I realized things that you didn't even realize. Like for example, wisdom, right? We always thought um, like the, uh, when you meet an older person, they just happen to know more, right? Mm-hmm. It's the, their front limbic nerve, their prefrontal cortex is actually have more indents in it, which is more experiences. So it's not that they're dumber at all. The only thing that an older brain um, has the difference between um, they're the only thing that they're lacking is their recalling of words. So when an old oh. person goes, ah, what's that? What's that called? That's oh, the only okay. thing that they're lacking. Yeah. That's <laughs> the only thing that they're lacking. And that's why it's, um, it's super interesting. But like the, for me, uh, like when I, when I ask me for advice, like I have a lot of young kids that you'd be surprised. Like it's, it, people don't realize not even sit with your thoughts. Like if you don't want to get there yet, you got to get your eight hours of sleep. You got to um, exercise a little bit. You got to eat somewhat like a normal human being, which is like, have your, have your, have your meat, your protein, your, if you want to, you know, whatever, have a little bit of carbs, have a little bit of veggies at a basic level. If you're not doing that right. And, um, you could always see, um, like I had a couple kids in the gym and gym. I'm working out every day. I'm working every day. Yeah. But what are you eating? Uh You don't realize how much that affects your gut biomes that, that affects your, your, your mood. And even for me, like if I eat, um, like we went to a wedding the other day, you're eating, you're drinking, it's going to fuck you up for, for another couple of days. Right. So these yeah. things are like, it's more about being consistent and really understand. That's why I like, I mentioned that earlier from understanding it from like different viewpoints, because for me, it's like, wow, these really are the answers. And even like when I tell my cousins, like trial and error, just sit with your, just sit mm-hmm. with your eyes closed and see what happens. Things yes. will pop. My cousins told me all day, he's like, something popped up. It's like, I, I don't know. I don't know how to deal with this. I'm like, yeah, man, deal with this. Stop mm-hmm. being a fucking bitch. You know, yeah. you, you just gotta, it's like, this is part of, um, part of the process. But like, I would if you met me when I was 24, 25, I never would have been um, the person to sit down on a, uh, like sit down with my thoughts. Right. I was trying right. to do it. My cousin gave me a book called Mindfulness in Plain English, which was a story about um, a Wall Street guy who was like having a nervous breakdown from the stress. That's what happened to me. I was in the hedge fund and I was getting a lot of anxiety, a lot of ulcers. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I needed a way to mitigate it. My doctor was like, you are going to have, like, you're going to have an issue. And I was like, okay, let's try mindfulness. And I couldn't, I was like, what is this dumb stuff? I got to sit and pretend <laughs> seconds in my brain like what is that and yeah. all of a sudden sitting on the train one day i hit like that 15 20 seconds of just being when you're when you're in the, the pure moment there's no there's no room for um anxiety depression anger yeah. and you're just there and when you do it like you could set i think that's something where people get a little um they try to jump the gun on on meditating of like you really should be setting an intent for me it was getting a little less angry in the beginning now i'm more yes. focused on acceptance just having a simple goal okay. even in general right and that's even another piece of, of the puzzle is like just setting these little 90 60 day goals like if you don't have something to aim at like it's like we're all playing video games if you're not aiming at something then you feel like your, your life feels a little out of whack that's how yes. i always feel like yes. when i'm yeah. when i don't have a 90-day goal set up i get a little i'm not feeling very good about myself it's like the, all these little tricks that you know you have to kind of play with yourself to get you to to keep your momentum and keep pushing and keep yeah. being that that best version that you could be you know that's good you know what and now that you you've said that so again, going backwards to when I started to get into mindfulness, like I told you the story as to why, you know, mm-hmm. was I was getting angry and frustrated and I was focused on getting rid of that and I was able to do the mindfulness. But now I guess clearly like what you said, I've lost my focus because I've taken care of that. 
uh, flying off the hook anger, you know, and, and now I need to find something else to focus on to get back into the mindfulness. So and okay. I, I go through the same thing. And, I, and even oh. if you do it right, sometimes you'll do it and you won't like, you'll be somewhere else. Sometimes you, like I've, I've been that way just with um, the little chaos in, in New York, right. The last couple months with all yeah. this crazy stuff going on, oh, yeah. you're just not there, but it's about showing up. It's the same thing like going to gym. Like it's, it's about showing up the, the times when you're not there and people, People tend to think the gym is more important than the mind. I go, yeah, listen, my mind is is the most important thing. If I find my yes. mind's not straight, I can't I can't perform. And that's right. like, there's a lot of things that even Instagram, it's a little bit of bullshit because people just are about the you know the body and this like it's nice to have a good body, eat right, sure. but it's, it's about feeling good more than yes. more than yes. anything else, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's such an underrated piece in in what we see today because um, you know, it's 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 hard, and that's why I think this mindfulness just being conscientious. Um, you know, those are the most successful traits because you're going to need that in this world that you're seeing kids pick up a phone, you see social media kind of taken over. And we're at this interesting point where you have science and technology are starting to get sped up, but you hear about this ancient wisdom coming on people are, we're we're talking about what Neanderthal mind, right? All these things are coming together. And I do think we're going to have to look backwards in history to kind of overcome this next, I'm not saying it's going to be like a freaking like we're going to be, you know, it's going to be world war seven, but, um, it's going to be, there's, it's going to be tougher for people growing up. And I think to combat the way the world is, who's corrupt, who's right, who's wrong. You're going to need these tools to really get yourself in a good state of mind. Cause for me, I don't know what it's like, like where you're living, but like in New York, people are living in different realities between, between COVID, between who wants the presidency between it's like, listen, you got to work in, you got to live in your personal sphere and be able to, 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 you know, really be a master of your, of, of your life before you start talking about the presence. Like that's why I always tell people like work in your personal sphere and the stuff you can control. Cause then you're just kind of wasting your time. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. That's awesome. Very good. I've got a little away from the, to, to the, you know, the base of it, but no, I, I I'm, I'm perfectly okay with that. I love it. The, and, and we'll even get further away with this, which is fine. So your one um, quote that you had or, or saying is uh, stop, chasing happiness so just can you elaborate mm-hmm. on and i guess yeah. we kind of covered a lot of that but you know maybe uh, deep dive on that yeah absolutely i think it's when, when people think you know i want to be happy like do you really just just want to be do you do i think you know I, when people look at their life and say you know am, am i happy you know happiness is a fleeting feeling right it's about um joy it's about pleasure it's about having that connection with people and I think that's, I challenge people to look a little deeper and what their values, um, you know, what their values really are and where they lie. Because um, in your 20s, you're kind of just, you're just going flying off the handles, right? You're going with what's feeling right. Mm-hmm. Um, and if, if you do that, you can end up in a, in a, in a tough spot. So I, what my goal is for people to find things that are really everlasting joy. And you could call it happiness too, but it's it's a, it's about not chasing those short, fleeting feelings. Like you know, um, I, I come from a big gambling family, come from a big drinking family. Like all these things that you can quickly see, these are not the answers. And I, I just right. don't want people to get caught up in them because you could spend you know a decade or two just kind of chasing them. For me, even finding that peace is like my my favorite part of my days in my morning by myself finding that peace. And I never would have thought looking inward would be able to um, give you that kind of calm and ease. And then once you have that, you're able to kind of pass it along to people. And it's a really a beautiful thing that, that um, I try to do every day. Yeah. It's almost like, um, it's almost like we're caught in a, uh, like false happiness. Let's just say, you know, I'm going to go and keep it up with the Joneses in a sense. I'm going to go buy this car and it'll make me happy. Well, but will it make you happy? Or are you just trying to, 
make other people perceive you as being something you're really not you know so it's like mm-hmm. you're chasing a false happiness that you know instead of like you said looking deep in you what yeah. actually truly makes you happy you know yeah, and if, if you look at like the things that people want to do right what uh, what is everybody i want to buy a house and i want to have mm-hmm. uh, i want to have a car and like even for me i've specifically since um you know for less i don't have a car i rent my house because i don't i want to remove my ego yes which which is like what is the point of someone like for me I make uh, it's smarter for me financially to not buy a house because, and this is the other interesting piece of today's society, right? What are we told? Buy a house, put your money into the equity. That way, your the equity goes up, all that good stuff. Right. My billionaire clients tell me the opposite. Scott, now <laughs> you're in, now you're making the most money in your life. You don't want to have your money tied up in in the house when you can make it other ways. And all I was thinking about that a lot because I was like, wow, they kind of told us. I was told differently. My mom t- tells <laughs> right. me to buy a house every every month. Yes. Right. Um, <laughs> but that the truth is that's that's your ego talking, right? That's the ego saying, I just want um to tell somebody, oh, I own this piece yes, of property. Now, I, right. I try to I and listen, I still have my ego and stuff yeah, like that. Absolutely. But it's about trying to trying to push that stuff away. And that that ego is useful, right? That's how we got to be today. That's that's that fight or flight. That's that that fight that fighter mentality, that little more primitive mind. But you were gonna have to use both of this primitive thinking. And this kind of deeper thinking to go, well, why do I want, do I want to have a family? Do I want to have this? Like, okay, for good reasons, think, yeah, I'm not saying anyone who doesn't have a house, it's, it's, it's off the, the wrong track. Right. But, um, you know, it's about looking deeper into why am I doing this instead of kind of running automate, automated, which I, I'm surprised by how many emails I get like per week, how many kids are like, well, I didn't even think about that. I'm just kind of doing stuff just because, and, um, you know, like. Uh, my little cousins, like you just want to, uh, you know, on Instagram, they, they want to show off and do all this stuff. Like for what? Like, what are you, what are you looking for? Um, you know, you could find that, 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 um, that calmness and that, that acceptance on the inside. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, you know, and, and speaking on with housing, the way the housing uh, uh, industry, different word, housing market is, you know, where houses are selling for three or four times more than what they're truly worth you know it's i try whenever i talk to the ones that i'm close with it's just like you know if you want to buy a house you can't look at it like you said you know we were always taught buy it you know it's going to be an investment you're going to make more out of it on the other end in today's society at least right now that's just not the case you're not going to go buy a house for 400 grand it's not going to be worth four hundred thousand dollars in a year or two you know exactly yeah well and that's the other thing i think there's outdated it's it's not even like we were told buy a house it's a bad thing like our parents were told to buy a house because if you bought a house 50 years ago you're you're in good shape yeah yeah. it's things things changing and when you start realizing like when you just start kind of thinking critically by yourself right you're able to like really see I'm not just like, I, I remember I had this moment <clears throat> and I think, I don't know if you ever had it with your parents or somebody that you really looked up to like, wow, they really don't know as much as I thought they did. Or like, you know, <laughs> they're kind of winging it as well. Like that's really the way, once you have that, that epiphany, it's like, oh, wow. And I think it, it yeah. gives you a little scare and you're like, holy yes. shit, I got to do this myself. But at the same point, it's a, it's very um, gratifying when you're like, wow, I do. Um, I can't control the the, the future. And I, I, I do really could, could see what's what's coming and what's going and not just listen to what my mother says, what my parents say, or, or, or society I, or whatever. Yes, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. exactly. I, I, I absolutely agree. And just to touch back on, you know, how you've mentioned, like, I always feel so much better whenever I like, I, like you said, I need trees, I need water. Like if I don't, if I don't get that, I mean, I just feel just so drained and just so blah, you know, like I have to get out there and enjoy nature just that we could, you know, to go back to something we had discussed earlier, you know, it's, uh, I wanted to get that out before we moved on here, but, uh, um, now you also wanted to talk about how our uh, consciousness has formed since our Neanderthal days. 
Mm-hmm. So now with the way consciousness um, has worked for the last 40,000 years, so you think about the Neanderthals and us started kind of intermingling, I think <clears throat> it was somewhere between 60 and 40,000 years ago, the, the consciousness that was um, that was created from from that point is not completely different just it's the only difference was really from um the way of of processing so now for example i don't know the way the way you think um but people mostly today think in ways of words when um the neanderthal mind would think more in ways of images and that was the way that they ended up creating things and now to to give you even more like the 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 way the stream was so now today we have both of those right there's people thinking images and the way um you know you think in in words that is connected to the way uh, an introvert and an extrovert will um, kind of, um, you know, will, will be, will be. So I'm more of an extrovert. I think of things in more, um, in more of uh, words because that's more of a sensation things. Introverts work more in ways of, they call it sensation or intuition. And we both have both. Right. Mm-hmm. But um, the, the way that the consciousness was kind of worked was that with the, once the language was created um, right after the end, those data a little bit, but after that is when we started, um, doing of of really working that kind of language piece, and that has been the next piece of our evolution. So really, that's the difference between us and Neanderthals is um, that language barrier. Because uh, once we 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 developed the language, everything kind of changed, and now another you know hundreds of thousands of years from now, we will be able to to look and say, wow, well, I don't I don't know where we're gonna go or what the hell our brain's gonna look like, but <laughs> yeah. um, it's interesting to look at like that was the changing point in in our thing because now you see what we did with language, we've really kind of fast-paced everything um the way the world is is growing um the yeah. last forty thousand years people don't realize ridiculous like, you know yeah and pe- people don't, i think you people 40 000 years ago it's so far away it's not that far away to think about like <laughs> where, we, where we scheme came of from. the world and earth you yeah. know the existence yeah 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 it's uh it's, it's really really cool to, to look at things that way i think you kind of appreciate more where you could um where you can come from and then understand, like understand. Well, oh, I feel this way, and you kind of have to think in a different way. And it, it, it's it's forcing our evolution. Having these conversations, I think, help do that. You know. Yes, absolutely, I agree. Well, okay, and I think we touched. Well, no, we didn't touch on this one, but I would like to to go a little deeper into. Uh, you had mentioned somewhere along the way, not in this, but you know, on your Instagram or whatever it was. Um, you don't need to find a lesson in your trauma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think sometimes you need to, we all go through stuff, right? And, um, you know, the, the, the way that some people want to, to look at, at their trauma is, is um, well, this happened to me for a reason. And, you know, that for some, for, and, and, and um, for, for pieces of it, you have to do it. But for the people that, um, you know, things can shit just happen sometimes, right? Particularly mm-hmm. in, in today's nowadays, there, there's not a need to look at it as if there, there's a lesson to, to be learned here. It's almost like who, what, um, not so much. Why did this happen? Just that it kind of happened to me because it happened to me and made me become, and you kind of change from that and looking more in, in a positive light to be able to say, okay, this happened. What is going to, 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 to change the trajectory of, of why this happened to me. Um, like for example, and I'll tell you, tell you my story a little bit. My father was, um, in the witness protection program as a kid growing up. And I was always looking for, um, this reason of like, why, you know, where's this lesson to be learned. And then you kind of, you're trying to make these connections with things and it ends up being, 
you really had nothing to do with it, right? You're, you're trying to inflict the, the, the trauma from, from your childhood. It's really just on your parents, right? And the, the goal um, is to just, for me, at least when I have my kids, is to not put them through anything like that or, or any other of that kind of negativity or trauma or what, you know, whatever you may call it, you know? Sure. Yes. Yeah. Very good. Um, so I know you're kind of just diving into the evolutionary psychology side of things, correct? I, I know you mm-hmm. said that you, you now, so, okay, let's, let's, let's touch back on when did that switch flip for you to start wanting to focus on that? I think we touched on it, but uh, go ahead. Yeah. So I, I mean, you know, the, the concept of the mind and, and people even talking about it, right. It's, it's a very woo woo thing for some people. Some people are like, I just want to, um, you know, I want to work my cousins are like, Oh, well, well why do you want to do this? Why, why don't you want to cook? You know, on Sundays, it's making pasta. Why don't you want to do this? Like construction guys. And, <laughs> and for me, the, the human nature, um, as far as it being a collection of the, like, like, for example, through my evolutionary psychology lookings and, and even the, um, I'm a big Carl Jung guy. And I don't know how familiar Carl Jung is one of the, oh. the, are the uh, one of our big psychologists of the last hundred years. Okay. The way that he viewed it is that, you know, me and you are imprinted with the lessons and the instincts and the, the variations of every single generation that was before us for the last hundreds of hundreds of years. And isn't that just like a beautiful kind of thing to even look about as far as a universal psychological mechanism that underlines your behavior, right? The reason why we do everything. Um, (laughs) And jumping into that, like, it's just, it's unbelievable because you can find all the answers. um, Like right now I'm doing um, the evolutionary psych of, the reason why religion was born and how it comes back and breaks down to um, to us becoming conscious. And, um, you know, a lot of I, I'm going to do an episode on and talk a little bit more about it. But like when you see that everything, even even the way religion was 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 manifested um, on a very basic level, some psychologists will argue that the, it was just a mechanism for us to become conscious. Um, and, um, you know, for example, like, uh, I'm, I'm a private Catholic person, I've, I've grown up Catholic my whole life, never really jive with me. And um, I just started looking at it for more of instead of reading the Bible, like a this happened word for word verbatim, and reading it more for a metaphysical level of, um, like, for example, Jesus to God, um, being perfect and imperfect like that. The, the view of what Jesus was supposed to be us as man and the way that we view God is supposed to be what we want to be, what we strive to be, how we strive to be consciously the best version of myself. And these little imprints are like found throughout um, throughout history in any type of religion. Um, and just to, sorry, I went off like a tangent there. Oh, about, no, no, keep that. going. That's but, okay. Um, it okay. is, uh, it's a really interesting thing, the way that the theoretical approaches of psychology do attempt to explain the most useful psychological and mental traits that we have as human beings. Sure. And the one thing I always get into, you know, with whenever I'm talking or interviewing like the experts, uh, you know, to, to fall back to the stereotype of, you know, Neanderthals were just lugheads and just, you know, stupid in us, you know, but Mm -hmm. everything that we know or are today was 
developed and created by our Neanderthal cousins and our early human ancestors. I mean, that's why we have what we have today is because of them. And they, and they, they survived for hundreds of thousands of years, you know, and it's just still, again, I always get into it, how it baffles me that, you know, to this day, we don't truly believe that they were intelligent beings, you know? Yeah. And even even if, if you think about what they were doing, just on a basic level, because I always I always have these arguments when, with um, you know, my little cousins and people in the gym. It's like it's like if you thought about what a Neanderthal was doing on an everyday basis, they really had to be careful about where they were watching. Yes. They had to be they had to look around their surroundings. They were very worried about what they were going to eat. These were they were probably more conscientiously aware um, than we would ever be because they had to be by 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 psychological like traits right if, if you know we really don't have to worry that much it's a little a little too easy for us and i think that's why um you're seeing us as a society a little bit of a step back there's a little bit of chaos but we are going to have to kind of implant those 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 ways of thinking of just being a little bit more mindful being a little bit more aware yeah. being able to like what is actually going on? These traits that are, that were lost, the, the the Neanderthals were much better at that stuff than me, and for out of necessity, right? And not even oh. not even a, out of just just what was needed, the naturalistic approach. Yeah, yeah, it's you know, I'm, I I don't get political on on this podcast, or and I'm not that big of a political person, but it's like, you know, if we don't understand and pay attention to what our history was, what brought us to where we are today. You know, like they say, you know, if, 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 if you fail to realize what history was like, you're going to repeat it, <laughs> however that saying mm-hmm. goes, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's just like trying to take a step back and, and, and think, okay, how did we get here? Why did we get here? You know, it was a lot of bad things that happened that caused us to get here, but we're here nonetheless. You know, if those things didn't happen, I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you today. <laughs> you know, if, if, if those things didn't happen, you know, so yeah, it's, it's important, I think, to, 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 you know, look back as to why, like I said, why we are who we are and how we got here. So, yeah. And I think, you know, the psychology itself is like the youngest science, right? So if you science, social science, whatever you call it, that mm-hmm. is probably a hundred years old. The uh, uh, evolutionary psychology has technically been studied for the last 20, 25 years. So you're yes. at such a young, um, no academic discipline right but what what, what are we talking about here it's it's really penetrated every existing branch of not only psychology but social organizational cognitive developmental every different type of psychology across the board because this is where um it, it really comes from and what is what is evolutionary psych right it's arguing that to properly understand the functions of the brain one has to understand the properties to which the environment the brain evolved in, right? That's yes. the environment of uh, they they call it evolutionary adaptiveness, right? It's okay. it's um it's a it's a beautiful thing for people to look into, and like even if you're a salesman, right, you're gonna need to know a little bit of evolutionary <laughs> psychology, yeah. right, as a person, because people <laughs> yeah. like people think I'm nuts. I'm the one I'm the one in my business every day. I read a psychology book. Um, people are like what are you what are you doing? But you're the best salesman. I'm like, yeah, well, listen, it's just understanding people. The more you understand people, yes. and in yeah. a way, I think the more you understand people, the more you understand yourself too, which is very interesting. Absolutely, you know, like when you talk to somebody, you're, you're just throwing your, like, you're, you're putting your perceptions of a human being on yourself, which are coming from the inside. So okay. it is a, it is a very cool way that you, that you explore um, all these different things outside of us when it was really very much, um, you know, related to, to us, right. On a, in the individual level. Yeah. 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 And, and, you know, I mean, I, I, I appreciate you starting down that path of evolutionary psychology. Cause that, you know, like I said, that's kind of what, 
and why I created the Neanderthal mind. That's why it's called, you know, the yeah. Neanderthal mind is because, you know, I want to, I want to learn, you know, what our ancestors or cousins, I, I, I get, I don't know, I had some, some person arguing with me that they're not really Neanderthal ancestors, they're Neanderthal cousins, whatever, either way, early human ancestors, fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's fine. Exactly. But, you know, it's, it's just to me like you said you know it's important to understand why we think like we think and because that that helps with depression or you know that helps with anxiety you know well why why did i feel this way about that well you know you can you can blame it on our neanderthal ancestors if that helps you know i mean it was something that they developed like you know nighttime they wouldn't really go out at night because for one thing you know humans couldn't see good at night but predators could (laughs) you know you hear a bump in the night it's just that's something from our neanderthal ancestors oh shoot there's a saber-toothed tiger coming after me i can't see it you know so we still continue those traits and that's the yeah that's the truth of it like any kind of behavior that somebody has that that they're, they're, they're thinking about when you listen to this like that is underwritten by a particular mechanism that has been like, you know, uh, I got 31 years of my mechanism. This mechanism that I'm dealing with of hunger has been here for hundreds of thousands <laughs> of years. You know, yeah. this feeling of, of being, you know, whatever, whatever the, the issue is, um, you know, it does confront that you really could confront the issue of whatever you're having. And by looking at it more, it's not a personal problem, right? This is like a, you know, this has been going on for hundreds of thousands. Of years. It does give it like a sense of brevity and calmness. Yes. Like, wow, like yes. this is all right. It's not just me. I'm not just a fucking psychopath, right? right. It's just the way uh, I blame my, my ancestors. So <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> you know, not only that, just to, to step on to the side of, uh, you know, so, all right, I guess just talking about psychology and, and mental problems you know i i've i've had psychologists on on quite a few of my episodes and you know we did get into um modern modern pharmaceuticals to help you know to help calm the mind or to help do something with the mind you know it's we've gotten so far i guess the point that i'm getting to is we've gotten so far away from using mother nature to to help us with those things you know the big pharma (laughs) obviously has a stronghold on on the entire world where you know Mm -hmm. you can use you know bark from a maple tree for a headache or bark from an oak tree for a head you know or or that that weed growing on the ground right there is is you know good for skin conditions you know a lot we we got away from all that and that's what you know our our ancestors used you know they didn't have pharmacies creating (laughs) all these pills and everything you know so yeah and even even like the um if you if you look at everything right like what is the 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 healthcare system is really you know pfizer had their biggest quarter in the last 15 years they made billions billions dollars it's all connected to money right even if you if you if you peel back the onion more and you go to your processed foods, your supermarkets, you know, all this stuff. It, it gets, it's just a little sad because th- this yeah. was built on, um, you know, on people selling stuff. And it, like even the, the best thing from you with, with our Neanderthal brethren did, again, another kind of thing I do is I'll, I'll do intermittent fasting. That yes. is the that is the most scientifically, the most prone, best diet to to be lean, to for clean. And what you know, the reason why you don't hear that as much is because how much is intermittent fasting cost? It's zero. It it doesn't, you know, it doesn't cost any money to be telling somebody don't eat for 16 hours a day. um, It's too cheap. So that, that's, that's the problem. When when you peel back the onion there, you see that um, these little trinkets were really like the, the keys to, to being the, the evolution of the prehistoric uh, human mind. Yeah. Very good. 
another thing too i would like to start getting into you know if i can and, and just like you know you said evolutionary psychology is a very young um division uh, i guess of psychology mm-hmm. um i would really like to which would tie into the dinosaur mind is i mean i guess i can call it uh i don't know genealogy but um you know, getting into how, well, just like bi- biological anthropology, you know, mm. why our bodies, you know, like me, I got a, I got a keg sitting right down here, you know, <laughs> above my waistline and below my chest. I got a big old keg sitting there and I do my best, you know, I've tried the 15 hour fasting and, you know, I mean, I may not have tried it consistently enough for it to work, but I, I, I tried it. But, you know, yeah. the, the point being is, you know, if we could understand more as to why our bodies react the way they do to, you know, gluten or, you know, wheat or, you know, whatever it might be. Rye, I, I, I react horrible to rye. I can't. Rye. I don't like rye bread. <laughs> I mean, not physically, <laughs> mentally, I, re, I react horribly to rye bread. <laughs> but uh, the point being is, you know, to, to understand why, you know, our biology is the way it is you know i think is is fascinating and uh, again uh, it's a young division uh, of that sort of thing as well so Ab- absolutely and i really um i think this like the, the niche i'm so happy to see like this this guy's focused on evolutionary site like there's not a lot of um of podcasts that just will dedicate um for that and if yeah. uh, i think i'm gonna have a few on um, nice. the next stuff coming, I'll okay. send them over your way ah, on that yeah. way you could do it. Cause why not? You're the, you're the, you're the real, you're the real goat, uh, real doing the, the real evolutionary psych here. I'm just <laughs> trying see, to, I'm, I'm all over the place. That's my problem. That's I like okay. to do a little bit of everything, but, um, it, it's, 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 it's really good. I like this, the, what you're doing here a lot. So. Well, I appreciate that. I'm trying, I'm trying my best to, to, you know, to, uh, I don't know. I don't want to say live up to it, but you know, uh, I, I, I try, I'm doing my best to to provide my cave dweller community with, you know, yes. what I told them I was going to provide them with in the very yeah. beginning, you know, and absolutely. Yeah. Well, so, okay, let's talk on, I guess this, this you might be able to answer this, if not, n- no big deal. So what do you think in your opinion is the best trait we inherited from our Neanderthal cousins or early human ancestors? Uh, I mean, I would have to, you know, that, that, like, like we mentioned earlier, that, that, that altruism, that, that feeling mm-hmm. of community for me, like that's what I've lived off of. And I'm not, you know, for each of us, there, there's like six different traits of the human mind that people need. It's um variety, acceptance, connection, love, growth, contribution. And there's those six, right. And I'm sure if we did the, the science, it would all track back to, to, the, the, the need of um, the, the Neanderthals, right? They came from somewhere, but for me, that connection to people, that community, um, that for me is the biggest thing that, that we've taken from uh, the, our, our old ancestors because but without that, like for me, I wouldn't really have a lot of momentum in my life. I wouldn't have that juice. Like when I wake up, I can't wait to, to get on podcasts. I can't wait to hang out with my family. I can't wait to, you know, I do stand-up comedy at night as well. So I'm like, a, I'm, right, all, yeah. I'm all over the place, dude. So yeah. it is, um, but that connection is what I look for with people. And that, that was built into us because that was the, the biggest way for us to be successful as a society. So. I meant to, and I, and I apologize. I meant to 
to to mention that too in the beginning you know to tell me about your uh, you know we, how... we go off tangents and don't worry <laughs> I, trust me i know it's my life i just go off on tangents but i guess if you look at it psychology and comedy kind of can go together you know it's, you got a lot they're, of they're uh... all connected right it's a very <laughs> yeah. weird thing like i it, when i my degrees are in mathematics economics finance right so <laughs> i i don't have i don't have anything connected all i did was listen to my mother i'll do these jobs the only reason and i picked this she said you have to do um become a finance guy uh, a doctor or a lawyer. And I said, what is the least amount of years in school? That's the only reason <laughs> I picked, uh, I picked what, what, what I did. And you know, it's, it, it's, you get off that weird path, right? You think, well, your parents know best. My mother knows best, but you end up kind of having to tweak it. And then there's no surprise. Now everything I'm doing is involved around this connection with the person, right? There's comedy, the podcast, and, and yeah. my day job is all about this, this juice of, yeah. um, of figuring pe people out. And there's, there's always like psychology about it. Cause um, like when sure. I meet a billionaire, um, you know, everybody tells these guys are always looking for like um, the, the bullshitters because everybody's trying to take. Oh, sure. Yeah. And yeah. when I meet with somebody, I don't want to know about the weather. I don't care about business. I'm like, how are you doing in your soul? Like, what are you feeling like? Because I get, you know, you start there and it's a real genuine place to start from. Yeah. Um, and it comes back to that kind of altruism that we're talking about, that deeper connection, because that's like what I need to, to get me going. Awesome. <laughs> so I guess on that, what or who and, and just. Sorry, now we're getting towards the end of the questions that I have sure, for you. So. Sure. Um, but uh, what or who influences your your drive, your desire to learn and discover more about you know everything that you're getting into? You could go with comedy, you can go with psychology, evolutionary, yeah, it's whatever. Everything, it right? Yeah. And like I am, I, I like I'm like the the um, the uh, I, I try to have these different flavors of of like this 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 guy scott right there's different sub some parts of me that i do my comedy i'll do this i'll do that but um for me it had to be um i had a couple mentors when i was growing up of uh you know even even like i'm not the person that has like a father figure in my life because my father's in the witness protection program so i really just did the opposite of what my father was which was always treat people the right way put your head down don't cut corners bust your ass and um this curiosity um, you know, this is something I, I'm lucky enough to ask these successful guys, like what keeps you going? What keeps the, um, the thing on? They said two things, have a, have a flexible mind, which be open to new ideas and be able to, to maneuver. Don't be too stuck in your ways. But then um, the, the other piece is, is being able to, to stay curious and uh, keep, keep looking at these different, different angles. So, um, you know, every, every, I, I read three different books every week, one psychology book, one spiritual book, and then one science book. So I try trying to read 50, 60 pages a day. Um, and, and being able to, to like, because I, I use who I want to become. Um, and I think this is like an interesting way, even, you know, we didn't talk about the way that we kind of think, right. But if, if you say, for example, for me, who would I be in a year from now or two years from now, if I did X, Y, Z, I'm finding leverage to, to, to make me become the person I want to become because, you know, people say I need to find um, something to get me going. And I said, that that's easy. You just gotta, you gotta have that conversation with the future version of yourself. Well, you, mm. if I don't do this, I won't become that person. Then. And this is kind of the way you look at stuff. It's very linear. Um, the way of thinking, I know that's a long version and I'm sorry, but no, that's, no, that's I'm, <laughs> I like long versions. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> perfectly fine man it, it creates good conversation and yeah. I, I definitely appreciate that um yeah i mean we're kind of at the end here um is there anything 
Scott, did you? Oh, you know what? I, I did want to, and I forgot the name of it. I apologize. It's uh, Quest Organization. Do you want to discuss anything with that? Is that your business, or is that just yeah, a business that's, you work yeah, for? Yeah, that's my that's my day job, and okay. really, that's what we ended up doing was being a one stop shop for these ultra high net worth individuals and families and real estate. And um, you know, it's just a very lucky. You know, we're all very lucky to be these young kids. We're all like there's twelve to fifteen of us working with these billionaires, being able to take. You know, I, I always taught them. I started this six years ago um, just to like really, you know, appreciate like what we're doing, because it's not about what you do. It's about who, you know, right, especially mm -hmm. in New York. So getting these, these opportunities to um, to talk to these celebrities or this or that, like I've, I've built um, a pretty good network of like who we know and what we know. And it's like I tell these kids, like, just let's just enjoy the moment, like try to stay away from that corporate New York City type vibe and all that stuff of, of being suits. And this, like we're just a very free flowing, try to a little bit, a little bit of Silicon Valley vibe here in New York City. And, um, you know, it's been it's been great. And all my clients, all this stuff, I'm sure some of them will listen to them. But um, it, it's it's very lucky to, to be able to, to deal with these people and kind of, you know, what I what I started doing was I have a book. And I always ask them that, that question, like, what's the biggest trait that, you know, you would pet tell somebody to going to get through in today's world? And, you know, I, I have a book like that. I'm going to publish it one day of like, you know, this rich guy said this. And it's a very um, little cool way to keep keep yourself grounded. Yeah. Now, do you you have any books or anything out that you want to promote or talk about? Or? No, man, just okay. everybody check out if you type in cause and the effect. Um you know, any, any way you want to want to find me on Instagram, um, the, the emails causing the effect podcast at Gmail. Like I really take what I do very personal. So when somebody emails me talk about, you know, this issue they're having about mental health, about, you know, the suicide prevention month was this month. There's a lot of people reaching out to me, like, like anything I can do to help people. I take it very, very serious. Cause, um, as a person that didn't have somebody in my corner, I, I will be in somebody's corner and just type in cause and the effect. You'll find me, um, putting out new, new content. Like I mentioned, we have the neuropsychiatrist, Dr. John leaf coming on tomorrow. Nice. A lot of, a yeah. lot of good stuff happening, man. So, um, you know, I, I really look at this podcasting community. Like we're all in this together because it's mm -hmm. not like, like I'm aware I'm not going to become Joe Rogan, but like if there's 15 <laughs> right, of us, yeah. right. There's 15 <laughs> of us doing this, yeah. then all of us have these conversations. You don't realize like by people don't realize how cool it is. It's like when, when me and you talk, when I push this out, like somebody in my network could hear you and then you guys connect you. It's you're yeah, like a absolutely. node in a network. Yes. Um, and like, I, I know that from networking, right. From being a New York guy, but like when you don't realize like how tight the, the, the world is and how much, you know, movement we could really do just by, just by having these conversations. Man. So thank you so much. Man. Yeah, no, thank you, Scott. And I think we got connected through Audrey. Is that correct? Is that the name yeah. of the, yeah, yeah. I, I must be the only person on there. Cause I, I just like, <laughs> I, I love, I love networking and like I'm yes. on there every day looking at cool, cool ones. And I think yours came up in the psychology. Yeah. Yeah. So, nice job man. i'm glad i found you yeah scott i'm <laughs> glad we found each other i'm glad you found me too man and sure, uh, man. i i appreciate it and i, I think the, the only thing i well they could probably just get it right from your uh i was gonna say i would need your your um what are they called your social media links but they can get that right from causing the effect right i mean you have yeah and i'll send them to you, you can yes, put it in the show yes, notes i'll yes. send you an email after this whatever you need appreciate um, you that, can find yeah. everything in the notes people so awesome scott Gazzoli, man, thank you so much. It, it's thank been, you, it was an this awesome was conversation. Yeah, we, this is cool, man. We flew off the handle and I loved every minute of it, man. It was fantastic. <laughs> I Brother, thank it. you so much, man. I really thank appreciate you, Scott. Enjoy, try, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Yes, you too. Have fun today. All right. Hey, and, and again, in the future, anytime, if you, if you have a, you know, if you start writing a book or if there's anything that comes to mind that you want to get out to our communities, look me up and uh, I would love to have you back on. Oh, thank you so much, and appreciate that. Yeah, thank well, you, we'll Scott. be pushing everything out. You have Instagram, right? Yep, yep. Mm -hmm. yep. I'll find you. We'll we'll, oh, we'll yeah. connect at this. So, all right, Scott. Thanks again, man. I appreciate. Thank you, it. Sir. Thank you. Bye now. No problem. Bye bye. 
Thanks for listening to the Neanderthal Mind podcast. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. If you love what you've heard, please subscribe, rate, and review the Neanderthal Mind podcast wherever you download your podcasts. And if you know anyone that you think would enjoy this podcast as much as we hope you have, please recommend the Neanderthal Mind to them. Until next episode, my fellow cave dwellers, don't forget, leave your cave drawings and comments on our wall at theneanderthalmind.com.